Welcome to Talking the Walk, real people seeking a real God. I'm your host, Bob Dignan, and this week we are time traveling. That's right, we're both going back three years and also to the other side of the world. Three years ago, I interviewed a couple of college students, uh, U.S.-based college students in Kiev, Ukraine. They were there as part of an eight-week trip, not vacationing, but partnering with the Kiev Church of Christ and their campus ministry there, which is quite, quite large, in reaching out to sharing their faith with uh, the college students that were there that summer, uh, out and about, uh, the general population of Kiev, uh, spending every day, most of the day, out in the streets, trying the best they could, despite language barriers, to share with them who Jesus is. Now, a lot of time has passed since then. The country has undergone a coup, and even some of the college students have from this interview, have gotten married or are about to get married. But what they share uh, rings true throughout, really, the generations. And as we look at the the writings of the New Testament and uh, Jesus' earliest followers and what they were doing with the gospel message and taking it to various regions and people that had never knew, known or known a form of, of, of following Jesus, it really was fascinating to go back and, and listen to some of these comments from these college students as they really are at the verge uh, of a very intense trip. Uh, so let's take a listen in, and we'll start with uh, Ross Sawyer. I'm Ross Sawyer. I'm from Indianapolis, and I am in Kiev in the Ukraine right now. Doing what? what what's going on here? Basically, I got roped into... No, I'm just kidding. Um, we got uh, sent here for a mission team uh, with 10 other students and my girlfriend. And basically, we're just trying to evangelize uh, the Ukraine the best we can this summer. What's that been like so far? How, how have you guys, when did you get here and what have you been doing since you got here? Uh, it's been awesome. Uh, it's been so much fun. It's interesting stepping off the airplane into a language that you don't understand and reading signs that are like in a different language trying to figure things out but uh, it's been wonderful um, we've been reaching out to people and just trying to say like broken Russian and Ukrainian like please take this please take this but it's interesting the language barrier isn't as big as you would think uh, it, it really people can understand a little bit of English here English is like a second language and a lot of the young people actually speak uh, some, some form of English. And so reaching out has been good. Um, and just the team loves it. It's been so much fun. The disciples here have amazing hearts. And uh, we just love it. Who have you gotten to know in the Kiev church? Like... Uh, mostly the campus people so far. So like uh, Max and Britton Fleming and uh, Losha, who leads uh, one of the regions. And then a lot of the campus students, and uh, they're just awesome. <laughs> they're hilarious. But uh, people, just, people here just have such soft hearts and amazing. I can't overstate that. Hmm. But, yeah. Um, so when you're uh, inviting people and talking to people, how did, you get, how did you get ready for this trip? How did I get ready for this yeah, trip? I, and maybe it's not even talking about language, but just this is this is a very different experience. Have you ever been on a mission trip like I've never been overseas, actually. Um, and so uh, in high school, I took a little bit of Spanish here and there, but knowing a second language has never been my thing. Um, 
so getting ready for this trip, it was mostly about just preparing my heart, you know, like in reading and trying to look through Jesus's ministry and Paul's ministry and how they kind of started and what things they did and how they drew interest from the crowds and uh, trying to think through uh, how we would do it. You know, obviously we have the advantage of having a, a church here started already, and so we're just trying to help them as much as we can. Um, but uh, we, <laughs> that is so distracting. Hey, Alex. One of the American roommates was singing his heart out in the kitchen. Thank you. What was that tune? Near Far. Oh, that was Jacob. Um, you're welcome. Um, so where were we? You were talking about preparing. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, looking through the ministries of Jesus and, um, and Paul and looking at how they got things going and what type of things they were doing. There was a lot of prayer. There was a lot of just interaction with the lost in significant ways. Um, and just trying to draw their attention to God um, and point everything back to God. It was never about them. It was always about God. And so uh, just trying to figure out how to do that here with the language barrier and everything. It's been interesting, but it's been good. Um, you're obviously not moving here for you know, the rest of your life. Not that I know of, yeah. <laughs> you have a designated time that you're here, and then you leave here. Yeah. I'm curious, what are you hoping to bring back to your ministry? And mm -hmm. you're at Purdue, so maybe you mentioned yeah, yeah. You know, you're going back to Purdue, and, and what are you hoping that this summer can provide for, for you and, and your ministry? Um, I'm really ex That's one of the parts that I'm most excited about is the impact that this will have on me personally um, because I can already see how it's changing my gratitude for everything I have. <laughs> um, when you're in America, you forget how much you have, I think. So you come here... You don't have like a dryer for your clothes. You have to dry everything and hang it up. And uh, we are so blessed to have this apartment. But in American standards, this is pretty normal. And this is like one of the nicer apartments in the church, probably. Um, but the impact that it's going to have on me personally and my faith, seeing God move through uh, obstacles and around barriers and things that uh, Satan may set up. But the impact that it'll have on Purdue, we have four students from Purdue here. Um, or including myself, there's four Purdue people here. And so just this um, camaraderie that's being built, as well as the faith that's being built um, and the relationships long distance. We're already talking about Skyping um, the, the campus ministry out here and how to strengthen the bonds uh, between the ministries. And just I'm excited to what it's going to do for the kingdom, let alone our ministry. But I think it's definitely going to increase the faith of our ministry. That's great. Yeah. What uh, What's your favorite story so far that's happened? Uh, Doesn't matter how long it is. I don't care. And if you can tell it or not. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think if I can tell it or not. <laughs> Wait, is this the one with Max yesterday? Yeah. And his head? No. Oh, okay. He had like a bruise on his head. And you were Are you like, head. you're able to edit this right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just just totally making sure. Yeah. So, And 2016 Bob elects not to edit out this story. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to kick you out. Um, short, short version for you, and tell me if you want me to tell it. 
basically we were singing and praying yesterday, and <laughs> and Mr. Mr. Clean in a speedo runs by, like while we're all there, and I just busted out laughing. Um, there's that, um, and then he ran by again. Like I'm telling you, this guy was like six five and all muscle, and maybe like fifty years old, and just. Yeah, and a speedo and shoes. Basically, that was it. That's like, poof, wow. But that has nothing to do with church. That's just a personal that's favorite. Fine. No, that's fine. That's um, personal favorite. Touch on or hit or talk about. Uh, I just want to say thank you for the people who uh, made this possible. You know, I think the the reality is is uh, uh, this trip is made possible by uh, a lot of people with very uh, giving hearts and. From the whole team, especially, but from me, um, uh, just a huge thank you for allowing us to go through this experience with God and uh, to, to just uh, add this to my faith. And this is a, a memory that I'll treasure forever. Uh, my name is Jacqueline Cruz. I go to school at Indiana University, IU. Um, I'm a junior there studying counseling. Great. Okay. So... How has this been so far? Kiev has been an amazing experience. Um, it's been fun. It's been tiring. <laughs> it's been exhilarating. There's been memories already built. Um, overall, it's been really, really moving um, for myself and for all the disciples here. What? Okay, so you did, let me just uh, go through your timeline in my head. You did a couple of weeks of MIT. Mm-hmm. Three and weeks. Then, and before that, you hadn't gone to MIT before, right? Right. Okay. Could you tell me a little bit about your experience at MIT? Yeah. And then also maybe a little bit of how you were, because you were one of the few at Chicago MIT that knew they were going to Kiev. Right. There are only 10 of you that knew that. So maybe how you use that time to sort of like prepare and and was it nerve wracking or yeah. Yeah. Um, So MIT happened. Um, There are a lot of things I learned at MIT Um, at first. I didn't think that I needed to go to MIT because I had done an internship in Indianapolis a couple years before that. So I was like, eh, I don't need an MIT. Um, but it was a really great experience for me, for myself, um, to even like want to pursue ministry more. Um, I think it brought out a lot about my character. Uh, something that really kind of hit me is really choosing to be vulnerable. So I think growing up as a kingdom kid, that's something that was really hard for me is I can be open, like I'm really good at being open. But as far as being vulnerable, there are some times during MIT where I had to really choose to be that way. And that was really hard for me because I was like, I don't want people to see Jacqueline for who she is and what's in here, you know, like I've got it all together, you know. So Chris did a lesson like the first day on transparency and choosing to be vulnerable. And that's like, that just drove me home the entire MIT Um, And then during MIT, I think I was mostly excited for Kiev. Towards the end, I got nervous, like the third week, like, okay, it's actually happening. We're going to board our plane tomorrow, (laughs) and we're going to a different country. Um, And so, but most of the time, it was just excitement. Like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I'm going across the country to a place I've never been, to a place where a language I don't know how to speak, to people I've never met. Um, So it was really eye-opening, but exciting at the same time biggest challenges while you've been here that you've had to like it's just been like okay do this and you're like this is hard I don't know if it's like eating the food that's what it's like for me it's like (laughs) the biggest challenge is at the food court like 
and not going to McDonald's because I felt like that was a cop out. <laughs> yeah, um, I think one of the biggest challenges is yeah, I mean ordering food. You go up to them and I'm like, do you speak English? And the other day I did this and they were. She said no. I was ordering ice cream. I was like, do you speak English? And she said no. And I was like, well, can I have um, lemon and chocolate? And I, Ashley was next to me and she was like, she doesn't speak English. And so it's just like getting used to the fact that I'll, some people don't hear speak English. And so, um, so yeah, that's been a challenge. And then um, I think honestly, just like the little space or living with like three other girls in the little space has been kind of challenging because we don't have like our alone time or whatever to kind of get away. But I think God has really used that to kind of refine some things in my character. Um, and I've had to really allow him to do that because there's times where I see and, and um, feel myself fighting my flesh. And so that's been a really great learning experience for me is letting God refine the parts of my character that he wants to. That's almost like a culture shock thing with the size of rooms and even yeah. hearing of like disciples where it's just one room. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so my apartment, I sleep out on the couch. It, like, lays out like a bed. And then the other two girls are in the other room. Um, and they, you know, all share a room. Two of them share a bed. And so it's literally, like, that room and then a little kitchen. And that's, like, our space. So. What do you, what do you uh, see uh, as something you could learn from the disciples here being, like, that's, that's their context and what they live in? I mean, it's, yeah. it's probably going to be hard to adjust back. <laughs> like when you get back to the States. Yeah. Um, watching the disciples here, um, it makes me feel extremely grateful, honestly. I went to a sleepover the other night with some of the girls, um, with Katya and Jenya, and they like just poured their heart out. They didn't have food, so they went and bought food to make us food at like 10 o'clock p.m. that night because we took an hour bus ride. Well, they call it a marshutka. We took an hour marshutka ride to their place, and so then they went and got food. They made us food. Um, they got us exactly what we wanted. They said, what do you want to eat? And they bought it for us. Um, and they said, don't do anything, sit and relax. And they just worked with what they had. And I'm like just sitting there watching them and seeing the appliances and things that they do have and how it can be different from America and how I take so much for granted. And just like, I don't know, I just felt extreme um, gratefulness. Out. Well, actually, we were just about to start our Bible talk. And one of the Ukrainian disciples went and reached out to this couple, and she came back and she said, they only speak English. And so I, like, jumped up right away and, like, ran to them. And I was like, oh, these people have to come. So they're from London, and they were here visiting Kiev just for two days, and they were only in the city for two more hours before they left for their plane to go to India. And I said, you have to come to this Bible talk before you leave Kiev. And they came, and they loved it, and they got free food. <laughs> and um, Britain is going to hook them up with the disciples over there because her parents lead the church there. And so it's really cool just to see, like, God is just moving through all of us. You know, like, first Ukrainian reached out to them. They don't even speak Russian. So they got an English-speaking person, and they're from London. And we have someone here whose family lives. You know, it's just like God is totally orchestrating every little small thing. So I'm really excited to just bring back the miracles that God is already doing. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else you want to add or talk about? Um, no. no. Okay. You did great. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, I'm Sam Testa, and I'm originally from the West Region of Chicago Church of Christ. Um, 
And now I'm co-leading the Purdue ministry with my boyfriend, Ross. Um, and I'm still in school. I've got about a year and a half left. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Okay. How has your time been since you've been in Kiev? It's been amazing. Um, already in this two weeks, I feel like it's been life-changing. It's definitely had challenges and um, been exhausting, and, you know, all, all those things and the culture shock, but it's been incredible just to interact with disciples, you know, meeting people who don't speak the same language but are praising God the same. Like you look at them and it looks just like our church back at home, um, but they're speaking Russian. <laughs> and so it's been really cool just to see God's kingdom in a different place, in a different country. It's been, it's been awesome. Your favorite stories so far while you've been here? Favorite story. Or what, um, what would be something that you would tell, a story that you would tell when you get back? Um, this is kind of funny. One of the brothers here, because the word in Russian for building is corpus. Um, and so one of the brothers, he speaks English really well. Um, and he told us, our team, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to go to the corpse. And we're like, corpse? What do you what do you mean? He's a corpse. We're going to we're going to the corpse. And we're like, I don't understand. And then he we found out that he meant building, but it's corpus in in Russian, so we're like, a corpse is a dead body. <laughs> so it was just we were all laughing. It was just funny to see that, you know, because yeah, it it makes sense. Corpus, corpus would be what it'd be in English, you know, but it was just a really funny interaction. <laughs> <laughs> now you're thinking. Is this what they do? <laughs> We're going to a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what, uh, Ross was talking a little bit about like um, his heart in preparing to come and just sort of mm-hmm. his faith building. How have you seen that happen? Because I'm imagining it's happened to everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. But, but how yeah. is that manifesting just like in your heart? How are you seeing that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely myself had to prepare a lot coming in here. I had... Um, I definitely had fears um, going, I had never been over, like I'd been to Brazil before, but this is the only other uh, other country that I've been to. And so um, I had fears and I was excited, all those things, um, but I definitely had to prepare my heart. Um, and one of the things I did to prepare was I was reading about um, Moses and just the things that he, um, how he trusted God and how he had fears, but then ultimately obeyed God and um, did what God called him to do and how God used him, like used miracles through him to inspire and change people. Um, and so I feel like that's what has happened already since we've been here, that um, God is using already different little miracles to change people's hearts and change my own heart. Um, so it's been really cool to see how God really blesses even if we have fears when we just go and we just do what he calls us to do. Um, he really blesses it. Um, I guess one thing that's just really cool to me to see how God works is that I had prayed before we even found out we were coming here that God would take me on a journey with him that I'd never been before. Um, and I was meaning like figuratively, not literally. And so it's just cool to see how God works. And he's like, okay, I'll answer, I'll answer that prayer. <laughs> um, and he, he definitely, he has taken me on a journey with him. And so it's really cool.
That's great. Yeah. That's really great. Yay. Okay, cool. Good job, Samantha. Okay. Thanks. All right. Well, I'm Eric Joseph Roberson. Uh, I just finished two years at a community college in the south suburbs of Chicago. And then after this trip, I'll be transferring to UIC, which is a college in uh, downtown Chicago. So I'm very excited for that. Awesome. Okay. First time being on a mission trip. Is this your first time overseas? Yeah. This is my first time overseas. Uh, I've been to Canada before, but I don't think that counts as... <laughs> <laughs> Not as different as Kiev. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what have you thought so far? What, what's it been like? Uh, so far it's been great. Uh, definitely the highlight has been getting to know the disciples here that, uh, that are part of the Kiev church. Um, one of my, probably my best friends here, or the, the person I enjoy being around the most speaks maybe 20 English words. <laughs> so it's been great just uh, finding fun ways to communicate with one another and it's great to see in their hearts and how much they're, they want to connect with us even though we don't speak the same language. How did you connect with this brother who doesn't speak at all? <laughs> oh man, we, we do a lot, of, a lot of goofy stuff together like, uh, like Ross was sharing. One of the, the main things we do is we teach each other uh, slang words. Um, neither of us are really concerned uh, too much with learning things like, uh, like milk or you know, words that are actually useful. Uh, however, the slang words we're very interested in. Um, so I've been, like, one time he came up to me and he was like, Eric, uh, I really respect your, how do you say, American swag. <laughs> so stuff, stuff like that has just been fun. I've been learning kind of like their slang words and it's well, been good. Could, can you think of some now? Or are they some of theirs? Yeah, or the ones that you've been teaching him. Oh, uh, I've been teaching him how to turn up, like what it means to turn up, uh, just get excited and dance, stuff like that. Um, that's, those have been the main ones. A couple of them, uh, Ross just gave me the thumbs down not to share. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't share. I know where you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I guess, uh, very similar. What, what have you felt like you, know, you want to take home out of this? Sure. Sorry. No, that's cool. Uh, one of the biggest things I've definitely learned is how to rely on other people and then ultimately rely on God. Um, we, I was going out to eat with some of my friends and we were at a, a KFC, so I figured, okay, this is safe. I'll be able to order food here. So I was attempting to order my food and I just couldn't communicate with the, um, the cashier. So I called over my disciple friend who, was, who speaks the language and she didn't really understand what I was saying either. So she was trying to communicate and it didn't work out. So then the cashier calls over another cashier and there, she still can't figure out. Eventually, they have to get the manager. And so, next thing you know, there's there's three like three cashiers, uh, a disciple, and a manager. And all I'm trying to do is order like fries. <laughs> so it's been it's been tough with that, and it kind of relates to uh, reaching out as well. Just trying to get a simple message across and not understanding this really forced me to not trust in my own talents or strengths or abilities, but to really uh, focus on God and uh, trust that he will help me out. How do you think that lesson will carry over to when you're back in Chicago, where it's like, I'm from here, I know what's going on. Sure. Like, you've just, re you've just learned how to use other people, not use, like, take advantage of them, but realize I need other people around me and I need God. How do you think that's going to translate to when you're in Chicago? Yeah, I think it's, it's really going to translate because in Chicago, I figure, okay, I, I'm comfortable with this, this area. I can handle 
this by myself. I don't need to pull other people in or ask maybe advice or get help um, because I, I've been, you know, successfully doing it this whole time. What's the point of inviting others? But I've realized that, you know, uh, when I do rely on others, especially here in Kiev, it's been very fruitful, very beneficial. So if I can find a way to do that in Chicago, where I'm already, you know, I kind of got the hang of things, how much further can it be amplified and just really be more fruitful? That sort of has a similar flavor to what Jacqueline was sharing about, like, I don't need MIT. Mm. What did you think of the whole three weeks of intense, you know, classes? And could you maybe explain a little bit about, like, what you guys did? Sure. Um, I can definitely relate to what Jacqueline said, because last I did MIT last year in uh, Missouri. And honestly, going into MIT this year, I kind of looked at it as a segue to going to Kiev. Like, all right, let's get this out of the way so I can go to Kiev. But uh, gratefully, I didn't have that. Uh, praise be to God, I didn't have that heart during the <laughs> the training because I, I learned so much um, throughout the program. And what we'd do every day is we'd have uh, two-minute drills where we would um, kind of like mock situations of reaching out. So the one would be a disciple, the other would be um, just some random pagan. <laughs> and they would have a uh, character in their head, and we'd have to kind of figure out the best way to reach out to them or strike up a conversation. And that really prepared for this trip because a lot of times um, they would have some bizarre, crazy character and you'd have to try and find a way to communicate with them and understand the point they're trying to get across, similar to here. Um, obviously, it's a different challenge, but the same idea of being out of your comfort zone has really applied. And also, we would reach out every day, but the rule was we can't go to college campuses, something we're all comfortable with, we have no problems doing. So we would go to Walmarts and uh, parks and just so many awkward places, so many awkward interactions, similar to here. So that's definitely really prepared us for um, Kev, simply just being out of our comfort zone. Um, and also here, part of the culture is just putting up a good front and looking good in the appearance. And uh, a lot of people, they, they may just have one outfit that they'll wear for special occasions, um, but in reality, they don't, they don't have the money to really afford or live up to that, that lifestyle they're portraying. And the way I saw this is... Uh, we were, the first day we came here, we got, to, uh, second day we came here, we got to play basketball. And there's probably 10, 15 people out there playing basketball. And 90% of them had some sort of NBA jersey. I mean, they looked like they're part of the team, like the NBA team. And uh, I, I was walking, I think I had something similar to this, uh, <laughs> trying to play basketball. They're looking at me like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, and we ended up losing five games in a row. So maybe, maybe that's something to do with it, I don't know. Uh, but you could tell that they really try and put up a front and make it seem uh, they are some way, whether that's how they are or not. Yeah, that's really interesting. And, and I bet those jerseys are knockoffs. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, all the jerseys that they were wearing were 10 years back. Like, they had Michael Jordan when he played for the Wizards, Vince Carter when he was on the, um, the Toronto Raptors. I saw one guy wearing a Seattle Sonics warm-up. Uh, the Seattle Sonics are no longer a basketball team. Um, so. uh, there's Larry Bird with uh, the shorts and everything. Yeah, Larry Bird. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was Larry Bird. Uh, yeah. Just playing a pickup game in Kiev. Yeah. That's yeah. what he's doing now. It's like, that's funny. Yeah. Awesome. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah, I, I want to share a story. Okay. Um, so, so here, because the people are, are quick to just say no, we've we've been forced to try some new strategies of reaching out. And we, every Friday we get taught English. And one of the English words 
somehow we, we got taught was mushroom, which in uh, Russian is grieb. And for some reason, like all of us brothers thought it was so funny, grieb. So we, we would just say it and say it and say it and say it. And then uh, to a couple of the brothers, uh, I believe it was Max and Alex, they're like, okay, I got a new idea of how we're going to reach out. We're just going to walk up to someone and yell, Gleeb, and hand them a card. So we've, been, we've just been doing a lot of crazy, crazy ideas, just new things to try and not only build, uh, just encourage one another just by having fun and also things that might possibly work. Who knows, someone might become a disciple because they like mushrooms and we handed them a card. Um, and three, the three most common names here are uh, like Alex, Dima, and what was that one? Alex, Dima. Dima, uh, Mike, Misha. Oh, Misha. Yeah, like Misha. Um, so Alex, Dima, Misha. So tomorrow I think I'm going to go reaching out and then just try and guess their name. Like, hey, you're Alex. And then if I get it right and they're like, oh, how did you know that? I'll be like, it's a sign from God that he wants you to come to church in this Bible talk. So it's, it's been great just learning, having fun reaching out, not just making it a chore like, okay, I have to reach out to this many people today. Um, but just really having fun with it and uh, giving God the glory has been really awesome. That's great. Yeah. Cool, man. Thanks, Eric. All right. Well, folks, that's our episode. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or on ChampagneChurch.tv. And as always, you can connect with us through Facebook at Champagne Church of Christ or email at ChampagneChurch.org. Uh, you keep walking and we'll keep talking. Have a great week.